This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Miles Kubeka has always had the desire to make a meaningful mark on the world. And in 2012, he became the first person in the entire world to create a business based on a TV advert. The advert was about a character named Vuyo, who starts off selling burrowbosh rolls from a food cart and then makes it big time. Miles innovatively trademarked the Vuyo's brand and actually opened the first Vuyo's restaurant. And he's joined us today to chat about all of this and what he got up to during COVID as well. Miles, or should I call you Vuyo, welcome to the Good Things Guy podcast. Awesome, thanks. But uh, you might as well. My mother calls me Vuyo too now, so it's kind, of, it's kind of sad, but it is what it is. Don't even joke. Tell me and the listeners, what inspired um this idea obviously the advert did but what really set the flame to to go and trademark the voyeur's brand and open up that first restaurant to be honest i get asked that question a lot because you know um i saw exactly the same ad as you did and everybody else and uh, essentially we I acted on it, whereas we were all presented with the same opportunity. So I even started asking myself, actually, why did I do something about it? And and I think the the only logical conclusion I've come up with to date is that as long as I could remember, my mother has always said to me, don't be an also ran in life. If 5,000 people set out to run a marathon, 4,999 of them serve to legitimize the winner. They are there so that there's a number one. So she always said, go out and change the world, stand for something, be somebody. In fact, I remember thinking to myself, lay off me, woman, I'm only three years old. So I mm-hmm. guess that sense of purpose started then. Um, so it was just, you know, when I saw it, 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 it just resonated with me. Um, and, and, and Miles, what was it like, I mean, starting a new business with this idea that you'd taken from an advert, were you scared that there were any legal ramifications around that? Honestly, I didn't think that far ahead, you know, and I often see this with entrepreneurs is that, um, uh, you know, if, if you think too far ahead, you'll end up not starting, right? So I always looked at what do I need to do today? Right. And then take care of today. Before you know it, the week has taken care of itself and then you are a year or two years in. So um, honestly, the only time I found out what SAB thought about it was when a journalist wrote the story and I read what SAB said. And essentially they said, well, good luck to me. If anybody's got the cojones to do this, you know, uh, much respect. And I think the important lesson I learned there was that in life, it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. 100% spot on. Uh, I think that's something that we can all learn from. Um, that first restaurant that you opened, Vuyo's, what was it like? What was the reception like? Oh, it was amazing. In Bramfontein, it was proper, proper cool. The only challenge in Bramfontein is that it's a student town. So it closes for four months of the year because of university holidays, right? So. Um, you're always behind the eight ball because you're always trying to catch up for the other four months where the the, the, the town or the, the Bramfontein closes uh, down. So, um, you know, it was a, I thought it was a beautiful site, but the numbers didn't stack up over time. So, you know, I, I had to exit it. And ironically, I met the, 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 the owner of the building a couple of years later and he said, dude, 
you should have just come to me, I would have told you nothing has ever worked on that site for exactly those reasons you've mentioned. So it was a validation. I wish you had told me before I had done it. Well, th- these are the only things that we can uh, learn when looking back, right? In hindsight, um, yeah. the lessons that we've, we've sort of learned. And and since, since closing down that restaurant, what has happened since then? Oh, yeah. So we went and uh, opened uh, an amazing restaurant on Villagazi Street uh, in, uh, in Soweto. And that pumped. In fact, that restaurant did in a weekend what the other restaurant did in a month. So, you know, again, it was a validation. Um, the, you know, the weird part is in hindsight is 2020, as we were saying. I, I would have never, um, I would have never thought you'd make so much money out of a township business, and it was right. So it's yeah. Just life is weird like that. So, but I've subsequently exited uh, Voyos. I, I run a food accelerator now. I took all the the knowledge that I gathered in in studying food businesses. Now we help other entrepreneurs to 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 do just that. Uh, build and grow their own businesses. Yeah, well, th- this was the next sort of part of where we were going to, or where I was going to, is is obviously two years ago the whole world changed, and all of a sudden we were off balance, and and it was it was a really really crazy time for businesses, especially restaurants and the hospitality industry in in South Africa. But but you came up with this incredible idea to to help South Africans who perhaps didn't have huge expenditure um, and to allow them to still get access to food. Yeah, and 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 again, it was like you, I had my own bubble and it was a very comfortable bubble. Um, but when COVID hit and presidents had stayed home, it's level five. I know coming from Soweto that, you know, firstly townships were built as uh, dormitories. So if you tell people to stay at home, there's no food because most people come to work in the northern suburbs. So there's no way that townships can sustain people um, for those amount of hours that they now have to stay there. So we rolled up our sleeves with our entrepreneurs uh, at the accelerator and we started cooking meals and we started with like 300 meals a day, just distributing them into Alex, Deep Stewart and so forth. Um, As of last month, uh, we have done over 18 million meals um, with our partners uh, at ASA Harvest, uh, which I sit on their board. Um, they've helped, obviously, with the distribution and so forth. But now we obviously rescue food from retailers um, and, and uh, repurpose it for, for the need. Mars, I, I just need you to repeat that. You said 18 million meals that you've served in the last two years. Yeah, since uh, the first lockdown, we've done 18 million meals. In fact, this year alone, our target is 15 million meals. So in this one year, we will do more meals than we've done in the last two years, essentially. And and that's nothing to be proud of because it just means how big or dire the situation is, right? So, and that's the sad part about charities that um, you feed 10 people today, there's 15 tomorrow. It's an exponential problem. And and so with the SA Harvest, I, I, like, I, I would think when it comes to, to where we are with business opening up and with people getting back to business, that perhaps the need for people to to be hungry or the, the hunger need in our country would have dissipated a little bit. Are you saying it's still bad out there? I think it's exponential. Remember, a lot more people now have lost jobs. 
um, the economy essentially is, is beyond stalled. Because remember, you know, when we closed in level five, people just think when you go back to level one, it means people go back to their work. No, most restaurants, hotels, hospitality businesses have um, have closed down forever, right? Um, tourism is currently stalled. So, you know, so those jobs don't exist. So it's an actually worse off situation um, than um, during during COVID, because at least during COVID, everybody was saying, oh, let's help. Everybody was making sandwiches. Everybody was part of the solution. In fact, the reason why there were riots last year in comparison to the year before is that in the year before, you know, like I said, people were making sandwiches, we were dropping uh, food parcels. In 2021, we forgot that. We hit level four, but no one sent sandwiches or uh, food parcels. So people were even in a worse dire state. So that just has continued. Um, and in fact, um, like I said, it's exponential. We have a bigger problem that's underlying right now. If we look at how how you're sort of getting access to this food, um, perhaps through donations or partnerships, what, is that, what does that look like? So we work with um, manufacturers. In fact, we work with farmers, manufacturers and retailers. SA Harvest is in four provinces, Eastern Cape, Western Cape, Gauteng, and uh, KZN. Um, we work with the likes of Pick and Pay, um, ShopRite, um, like I said, farmers, and they would essentially give us um, produce or products that, um, uh, for example, farmers sometimes have a, an, um, an excess amount of um, vegetables or fruit. Uh, they would call us and then we would go pick it up and then redistribute it to um, community-based organizations in townships. And then retailers often have food um, that reaches um, sell by date, which means there's nothing wrong with the food, but retailers have an internal date. That's what the sell by date is, is that they have to move that food off the shelf because there's another truck coming to replace that food. So they need that shelf space. So we pick up that food and I can't stress this enough, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that food other than um, they need that shelf space. And then we repurpose it and resend it to communities that need it. Just, I'm, I'm just blown away at the amount, of, um, the amount of assistance that you're giving South Africans. That number's really big. Um, and, and I wanted to just thank you and your team for the hard work that you do. Um, I must ask, how, how do we, and as great as the work that you're doing is, how do we put an end to it? How, how, do we, how do we help South Africans help themselves? Well, I mean, that's a big question. I mean, I think that's one thing as SA Harvest that drives us hard. I mean, we've got an amazing board and, um, and, and it's filled with entrepreneurs. And we know that charity doesn't, is not sustainable, like I said earlier. So, in fact, we believe in charity. So, as in share, um, charity. So, if everybody has an equity into the problem and the solution, we are more likely to make it sustainable and solve it um, forever. Whereas charity tends to sustain the problem. We believe charity would, um, we, we're looking to end hunger at a systemic um, uh, perspective as opposed to sustaining it and and that requires us to look and think differently so one of the things we work on is technologies and platforms that um, make food visible from a farmer uh, as well as uh, making 
visible the community-based organizations, right? So then it just makes the speed of moving food between one and the other that much more quicker, and it helps on the transparency as well. So um, we're definitely working hard in, in terms of ending it as opposed to sustaining it. I, I just want to thank you again. Uh, I think I said thank you maybe four times on on this interview, but thank you, thank you, thank you for all the hard work that you do and helping South Africans survive um, and, and hopefully go from surviving to thriving through charity, which is this word that I've just learned and it excites me beyond. Um, if the listeners want to get involved and, and perhaps want to donate or if there's even perhaps a business that has not partnered with you yet that has this excess food uh, to donate to to SA Harvest, how do they get hold of you? Oh, that would be awesome because um, that's exactly what charity is about, is that every single human being has an ability to be part of the solution, right? It's not, you know, the the heroes with capes. It's everybody who who sees the problem and often wonders how to, to be part of the solution. So they can um, join the fight with us on um, www.saharvest.org. And, and one of the things we're looking to do this year that, um, that I found to be helpful is that we found that a lot of corporates have staff members that are anxious, um, staff members that are anxious because, you know, their jobs in security or just think the world is ending. And what we found is that if they can roll up their sleeves with us and come on one of our trucks and go help deliver food to a community, you'd be surprised how... Um, that changes one's perspective as you know you stop you stop stressing about the problem because you are now part of the solution and um, so your anxiousness and your anxiety goes away because for the first time you are helping as opposed to worrying about the problem so we welcome anybody who wants to uh, jump on a truck and and uh, come with us and, and and be part of the solution Miles, I'm going to take you up on that offer and I'm going to come join you. I'm going to hop on a truck. I'm going to, I'm going to come and help feed South Africa. Um, I'll, I'll record it for all the listeners to see. We'll do a little bit of a, a video. Um, I think it will be cool to take everybody on, on a trip with you uh, on one of these trucks and we, we go and help feed South Africa. Awesome. I'll take you up on that. Uh, we can't wait uh, because I think once you showcase that how easy it is, I think more people um, will feel empowered. Um, and, and therefore be part of the charity. From charity to charity. Uh, let's roll up our sleeves, South Africa, and get involved. Uh, Miles, or can I still call you Vuyo? Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate the time. That's it. Wishing you only good things. And for more good things, visit www.goodthingsguy.com. Okay? Love you. Bye.